Welcome back, everybody. I fantasize daily week six. Uh, myself, Hunter Ramsey, Chaz Vess are going to be on the horn, hanging out with you guys a little bit tonight. Chaz, how we doing? Loving it, baby. Week six. Let's get it. Yeah. Uh, Nick and Connor, I mean, showdown killers. Uh, you know, took home a little bit of money on vacation in the Carolinas this weekend. Well deserved. I mean, what is there? Like, it's a tough life we live. Um, but, uh, you know, they're out in the Carolinas enjoying a little, a little mountain air, um, hanging out, but we're going to still bring you guys the action for week six. So, uh, Chaz, how'd week five treat you? Better. Uh, my cash lineup hit, um, I was a couple plays off, but it was better than the previous week. So hopefully get some momentum. Had two good showdown lineups the last week. So feel a little bit better than I did the first few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're definitely starting to uh, find our stride. We've got five weeks of, of data, five weeks of trends that we can follow. Um, so see if we can stay hot as we move into week six. Um, first game that we've got on the slate, the Houston Texans are heading up to Nashville, Tennessee. Over-under is currently sitting at 53, dropped down two points from 55, and the Titans are favored by a field goal and a half. Let's start with Houston, Chaz. Um, Brandon Cooks didn't get it done two weeks ago, got it done last week. Are we going back to the well there, or uh, what, what are we like on the Houston side? Man, Cooks is not for me. I'm not going to be mad at it at all, but I, I played him two weeks ago, didn't play him last week. My luck, I'll play him this week, and he'll bust again. It's just – it's not for me. I, I always miss on those kind of deals. Um, I think Fuller's still too high. I mean, I, I can't be mad at it. I, I just, for his price right now, you never know. Um, and the other one that kind of stands out, uh, old Randall Cobb's back, baby. Randall's had some double-digit games here, and I'm thinking Cooks is going to be pretty highly owned. Um, everybody's going to see that and jump all over it, so get a little leverage there with Randall. Um, that's that's it. And then, I mean, Deshaun, man, I, I love Deshaun Watson, but they've been struggling so bad. Um, I think they're at Murder's Row starting the season with, you know, very, very tough opponents. Um, they had a terrible coach. Um, Deshaun seems to be – kind of finding his stride a little bit. So I, I wish him nothing but the best. I'm, I'm sprinkling him in a little bit this week. Yeah, dude, I think Deshaun and, and all pass catchers, I, I I played a little Brandon Cooks last week uh, just because I played so much the week before. And I'll take my winnings with him and move on now. Uh, they priced him up a little bit. I think Randall's a good play. I think Will Fuller, I know you're not on him, but I think he's a good play. At 6,800, we saw what Diggs did to this team on Tuesday Night Football. Um, Tennessee's not strong in the secondary. Will Fuller is playing all the snaps. He's Deshaun's number one target. And that's a guy that I'm more than happily invested in in a 53-point total currently. I'll also go back to the well and David Johnson, man. David Johnson has missed a touchdown uh, a few games in a row now, literally off of his fingertips. Um, he's still getting the majority of the RB carries. He's still underpriced. And I don't, I'm not scared of Tennessee's defense. Um, this is a divisional game. I haven't looked totally into this matchup the past few years, but divisional games do tend to be a tad bit slower. Plus, they've seen these teams, you know, twice a year for however long now. So we definitely need to look in that to that. Uh, on the Tennessee side, uh, Derek Henry at 7,300. Just saw where Evans is out again for three weeks. They just put him on the IR, their backup. It's not like he's been given a ton of carries away to the backup anyway, but, I mean, Derrick Henry pretty much locked in for every single RB touch 
against a very beatable Houston defense. Is that a guy you're looking to get in um, to quite a few lineups this weekend? Honestly, no. Uh, that's another one I'm not going to be mad at, and I know that he's going to be owned. The, the thing that scares me with him is I, I think he's priced up there based on what he did you know, towards the end of last year, and I think he's definitely capable. But, I mean, remember, he's broke some of those long 80-yard run, runs and whatnot, and his – I mean, he's got to get in the end zone. I, I see it. Would you agree with that? I mean, it's not like this. Yeah, no, I think I think you 100% need the touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, and again, I mean, is that a good probability? Yes, but it's not. it'd be different if dude was getting five targets a game. But it's. I mean, he's not getting anything in the passing game. And I, I think I like a lot of options lower than that. Um, and for some reason, that's another one of those guys that I never hit on. So personally, I'm not on it. But I, I mean, I can see where you're talking about as far as he's guaranteed the touches. Yeah, he's guaranteed the touches, and I think, too, it is a good matchup. It's a high total. I like a RB at home. I, I think I think there's a lot of different paths for him to get there. And if I like the other side as well, the, the Deshaun, the Will Fuller, the Randall Cobb, the David Johnson side, it's – Derrick Henry is the easy one I can plug in there and feel good about running it back with. Yeah, um, I mean, he's he's going to get there enough. You know, I mean, is he going to blow up the slate? Maybe not, but, I mean, he, he is yeah. safe. He, <laughs> looking back to last year, week week 17, uh, he ran for 211 yards and three touchdowns against him. That'll get it done. You take that. <laughs> uh, yeah, might mix that in a little bit more. Uh, um. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a, a mixed bag of results. Uh, 2018, nothing against them. Uh, Jadavion Clowney is no longer with Houston. Houston's defense, I would say, is much weaker this year than it has been. But just, just some things to think about. Uh, I think at 7,300, I think he's got a, a decent floor. And I think he's got, you know, a, a nut ceiling, as we've seen before. Just does he get in the end zone? Does he break a big one? I think those are some questions we have to ask ourselves. A.J. Brown uh, was not priced up after a big Tuesday night performance. He's 5,600. I think he's another nice little runback option that we have with the Tennessee Titans. And then Jonu Smith, I think he is an okay option. I think Humphreys is back, and I think there's a chance we see Corey Davis back, which hurts him a little bit. But, I mean, dude, he's a dude they look for in the end zone. Uh, he's he's gotten there just about every week so far. They're they're being unique with the way they get him the ball. They're trying to get him the ball. So I think John is another guy that we can look to uh, to run it back with on the Tennessee sub. Yeah. Did you say Corey Davis might be back? Yeah, Davis might be back and Humphrey might be back. Uh, yeah, I mean, they I both had COVID. I, I thought David Davis was like already rolled out. Either way, this will be the first game with those three, even right with. I mean, there's a little bit of uncertainty there. I mean, Johnu, I think, is the safest play there. And I think uh, A.J. Brown's a freak. Um, but Humphreys is going to take some targets away there. I mean, Humphreys was Humphreys was getting there early on. What, what did he, I mean, he had seven, six, and seven targets when he was playing. So, I mean, he's got to cut in. Yeah, Tannehill likes it. Tannehill likes him. That's what I'm saying. Like, with, with him being back, uh, I mean, a little bit scary. But, yeah, I mean, I think Johnny would be the only one I'm playing in that that core there. You go. You you don't like AJ Brown? I don't honestly. I, I mean, I think he's okay. I mean, he had what nine targets? I mean, it, 
No. I don't think he's getting nine. I mean, he may. I don't know. Like, I think he's obviously maybe a little bit better athlete than Humphreys. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little bit, just a little yeah, bit. I mean, I like Brown. Like, I, I think if you're not going to play, I, I take that back. If I'm not going to play as much Henry, then I'm going to have something there because it is a high total and they're a favorite at home. Yeah, I like this game. I like yeah. this game a lot. What What about uh, Tannehill? Fifty nine hundred. I think that's a decent price in a. I mean, dude can get it done, man. Oh yeah, I I, I agree. I think I mean he's, you have to scroll pretty far down there to find him. I mean, how Philip Rivers is ahead of him. I mean, that's that's a good sign. He put up thirty last week against a Buffalo defense. I mean, Buffalo's defense yeah. is much better than Houston. And I mean, they, he's getting weapons back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he was efficient as hell. I mean, twenty one for twenty eight. Only 195 yards. We threw three touchdowns, put up 30 ball game. They won by 25. So, yeah, I like Tannehill. Yeah. He's cheap. Yeah, I think so. Uh, anything else on this game before we move on? No, just real quick, in terms of the spread, is it? this is kind of weird to me. Like, what, you think some, it's low? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're telling me that – it, Dude, it started, it started at five and a half. It's dropped yeah. two points in Houston's favor. That's what I saw today, and I was like, what? Why? I mean, I was – I didn't – Maybe maybe the night. short week. I don't know. Maybe I mean, the short still, week, like, maybe. But they had a week off know. too, right? Like, they, I mean, they, they should be – They should be – Tennessee. Like, they didn't play two weeks Yeah, ago. I mean, it's just like t- Tuesday to Sunday is – I mean, they probably took Wednesday off and then it's given them Thursday, Friday, so two, two days of practice. But, again, yeah. this kind of goes back to my first point. Like, dude, they've seen this team – twice a year for ever now. Like, yeah, Romeo Cornell's taken over for Bill O'Brien, but, dude, there's not, like, anything crazy different they're doing, I'm sure. Uh, so, I, I, I think that's probably low. I yeah, think I think, I think that's Titans probably – tear it up. I think they will. I think they, I think they cover that, yeah. For sure. But I like Deshaun. I, I, we kind of braided late on that. I, I like Deshaun Watson a lot at 7K. I think he might be my highest on quarterback uh, at the end of the week. Fair. Let's move on. Uh, hopefully save a little time here. We've got your Washington football team heading to New York, take on the Giants. Over under is currently at 43 with the New York Giants favored by a little less than a field goal. Dude, just to be completely honest here, like, I don't – I ain't got shit. Like, What do you mean? Your two, two favorite quarterbacks from last week – are sitting here in a gut-wrenching, thrilling matchup, and you don't like either one of them? Yeah, and, and Logan Thomas, too. Dude, <laughs> I mean, you're it's not a trifecta, and there's Allen. just nothing here. Man. All right. Uh, oh. Well, to run that back, I – What's he pressed at? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Who? Kyle Allen? Kyle you Allen. Give, you 51. could give him to me for Ugh. free. He's 51? If Dude, I gave you I mean, Kyle Allen at quarterback for zero dollars, you wouldn't take him. I mean, oh, I'd have to think about it. Ugh. Why not Logan Thomas, dude? He's had one catch for four yards, one catch for eight yards the last two weeks. He's due for regression. If I see him finally break the slate and a guy somebody somebody wins the tournament, I want to punch that guy in the face. Like, why are you still? Here's playing? the deal. I'm not playing him this week, and this is going to be the week it happens. Okay, I, just, just I will. Wa- I'm not playing him at all this week. No, yeah. thank you. I, okay. I'll take it. It's fine. I'm, it's it's something that I to, for me to move on and to be a better person than I was yesterday. It's me not playing him, and I'm 
I'm gonna be that guy today. Good. I'm I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. Um the, the only other I mean the Giants defense I think's in play here um with Kyle Allen and that offense. Uh and then uh, the only other thing I like from this game is Slayton. Um I've played him since week one and he finally came back and went off last week. And I don't see and I know Dallas's defense, I mean that was a good matchup for him, but I still think that I mean, Washington's defense sucks. I don't, I don't think that they're going to stop him either. Um, so, I like a little Darius Slayton this week. Yeah, and I'll, I'll touch on one more play. I I think Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin, is way underpriced at 57. I know there's questions about quarterback play, but he's got it done with Dwayne Haskins. He's got it done with a lot of different quarterbacks who just – aren't good um he's a freak athlete he's a hell of a receiver and if there's one guy that can get it done it's terry mccorn and I, I like his price a lot so i'll mix him in there but that's again there's there's not much to like from this game in my opinion one other thing i was on it for two weeks now for whatever i got him on a week four and he put up 22 and then i wrote him last week gibson and only put up 10 i'm gonna have more, i'm gonna have gibson back again because it hit it missed and he's getting I got 11 carries, five targets at 55. Yeah. Uh, that, that's another one I'm, I'm going to have in there just because, like I said, I, he's hit, missed, and I think it's time for him to hit again. So I do like Gibson. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Allen starting, he checks it down. Gibson's freak athlete. It's not a bad matchup. Um, he did get a price increase. Like, you wonder what his ceiling is there. Uh, but, yeah, I mean – I think but, he I mean, can definitely get it done. Back, and, I think that that was deserved pricing. I mean, I think that he's yeah. better than the guys. I mean, that were they're making, but they're mixing in McKissick quite a bit. I mean, he he's not like a bell cow by any means. Yeah. So I think there's definitely some question marks there. But but yeah, he's dude. He's explosive. He's extremely explosive. Let's keep it moving here. Uh, Falcons just got rid of their head coach. Uh, they are traveling to the Vikings uh, in Minnesota. The over-under is currently at 54 with the Vikings favored by four. I think we definitely got some good plays to target here, Chaz. Let's start with Minnesota. So Dalvin Cook looking very unlikely to play. Alexander Madison has been tar- or been priced up to fifty or $7,200. Is that too much or does he – completely take over that role and is he underpriced uh what are what are your immediate opinions on alexander madison and are you getting him in some lineups this week no i mean, I think you've got to have i mean if you're you know doing anything 20 entry plus i think you've got to have him in there um i do think he's going to take over that role but i mean i don't think he's a dalvin cook by any means um and i think that his price i, mean, I think it's somewhat reasonable i mean i think if he was more down at 67 68 it'd be more intriguing to me I mean, to pop all the way up there is the, what, fifth overall running back, and we haven't really seen it yet. I mean, it, you know, it, I don't know. We saw a little bit last week, 20 carries, 100-something 100, yards. I, I don't know. It, not yet. I think he jumped up way too high, in my opinion. Yeah, man, like, there's a lot of uncertainty there, right? And 7200 is a big price to pay. Uh Mike Boone, I think, is just as talented, and he's at 4K. I think that's just as risky as paying up for Madison. But I plan on having a little bit of both. I don't think I want to miss out on that boat. You couldn't ask for a better matchup 
So I think you've got to sprinkle both in. But I also like the passing game. I think I think there's like five or six plays on Minnesota that are in play this weekend. I think you've got to have pieces of from Kirk Cousins to Adam Thielen to Jefferson to Boone to Madison. And then I think Herb Smith Jr. at 2,500, the stone men at tight end. I think he is in play. I played him in showdown last week. It paid off and it could have been a fluke, but everything's been trending up from snaps to targets to routes run to everything. And so at the stone men, I think that that's a, you know, a risk I'm willing to take. Yeah. No, I like Irv as well. Um, yeah. Boone's one, Boone's going to be a big showdown guy for me. Is, is there a showdown slate in that game even? I was thinking about that earlier. I, uh, I so. There might be. There yeah, might there be. Is, I like it a lot for showdown there. Um, like you said, I think it's a risk both ways. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I do like Boone. I think he's a good athlete. Yeah. I don't want to go heavy on Minnesota, one specific player, because, that, I mean, I think there's so many different ways this game script could flow, the way Minnesota attacks. Like, Atlanta's beatable everywhere. But I want to have pieces of – pretty much everybody I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, like you said, with the total the way it is, I mean, if you're going to take it, I look at similar to the Derrick Henry situation. Like if you're going to take a stand on Derrick Henry, then you better have the pass catchers from Tennessee because that has to happen that way. And I think it's the same way here. Yeah. If you're going to take a stand on uh, Madison, then I mean, you've got to have Thielen in there. Uh, maybe some Jefferson and Irv. I mean, you, you get it, they're going to score somewhere. So you're either going to be yeah. right by them not getting it, you know, by touchdowns taken away by the pass catchers, if that's the route you want to play, yeah. then, you know, got to have one or the other. My early lean is being underweight on Madison. No, for sure. Where, whatever he's at, I want to I want to be under. I don't, I don't yeah. want to, to go heavy there. Well, like um, you said, I don't want to miss out much, but I want to have a little bit when he yeah. does hit. But, no, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I'll, I'll take the under there. Yeah. Uh, with, with this much love for the Vikings side, can Matt Ryan – um, can can the guys on the other side get it done to to match the production from what we're expecting from Minnesota? I, I don't know, man. It's still some <laughs> this Atlanta offense or the, the pass catchers there. I, I've, I'm just swinging and missing on. Um, played OZ last week in you know, tournaments, thinking he was going to do something, and he had what uh, four targets for two points. I'm like, come on, man. And then Julio Ridley situation. I, I, I don't is Julio. What are we thinking from Julio? Is he playing? Is he not playing? He didn't. He didn't practice again today. This is Thursday. Yeah. He didn't practice again. And we're talking about Julio Jones, so I don't really know how much you can look into that because, you know, Julio ain't about that practice. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have as strong a <clears throat> strong a take as you probably will on those receivers. So if you want to take over, go ahead. Yeah. So so I I, mean, I, I had a huge swing and a miss on OZ last week and. You know, something that I didn't account for was, you know, he got that production. uh, Wait, I'm about to sneeze. Bush. Maybe not. He he got that production last two weeks ago. He had, you know, what, eight catches for 80-something yards on like nine targets. And what that didn't account for was Calvin Ridley put up a big old goose egg. And that was something that I didn't take into consideration. I don't know how I missed it. I don't know how I didn't account for it. But, you know, what showed last week is, you know, <laughs> Ridley is still the guy. 
Like Ridley's a much more talented receiver. He's the one that Ryan's going to look for. And, dude, whether Julio's in or out, I like Ridley a lot running it back. Uh, I think I think he's probably going to be a little bit under-owned. He's squeezing there between Devontae Adams and Adam Thielen. He's expensive. He's the second most expensive receiver. But I think either way this game flows, Ridley is going to be involved quite a bit. And he's got a high floor besides that one zero. He has a massive target share and massive air yard share. And I think I'm going to have quite a bit of Ridley this week in a you know, a massive total that uh, I think Atlanta's going to have to pass to stay in. Yeah, and I, I don't think you can bet on Ridley throwing up a goose egg ever again. I mean, that's just that, – that's such a one-off. No. That, I mean, that, that's a good point there. It scared me off last week. I was like, well, I'm not going to pay up this much if it's going to be – I mean, there's some uncertainty. And then he goes right back out and does what he's supposed to do. And I mean, that's a good point with OZ. Like, that. okay, he had his one game. So, I mean, if you want to bet on OZ, then that's basically saying, you know, you're betting on Ridley to throw up another terrible game. And I, I don't think that's a good bet to make. He, like you said, he's the guy with Julio. I mean, hell, he's still the guy. Like, I mean, he's he's a stud. Yeah, and he can get there quick, man. I remember, like, it was like halftime, I think, and I was like, shit, man, he swinging a miss on OZ and Ridley, the entire Falcons offense. Like, damn, Gurley's getting the touchdowns again. And then out of nowhere, Ridley was over 100 yards with a touchdown. It's like, yeah. shit, all right, like, let's ride. So, um, yeah, uh, I won't be going back to Gurley. I was on him last week. I'll take that and be done with it. Um, for the reason I just mentioned, I don't think OZ's in play. I don't think I'll be back there again. And no. what, about, what about Matt Ryan? You going to have me, Matt Ryan? No, I'm not mad at it at all. Um, I, I've always liked playing Matt Ryan and – but I, no, I'll just like other options around. I mean, I think that might be a decent. He's got zero. He's got zero touchdowns his last two games. And How nuts is lot. that? I, he's probably never in his career gone back to back games and no touchdowns. Is he? Like, I would say that's. He's got zero happen. touchdowns the last two How games. And one total in the last three. Yeah, he had no. one the game before. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. No. I don't. I would be pissed myself if I played Matt Ryan, and he did that again. No hard pass. There's plenty of other options. Yeah. Yeah, and he got a price increase. So. Yeah. Uh, let's keep it moving. We've got the Bears traveling to Carolina. Nick Connor, what's up, Michelle? One love. Um, to play the Panthers. The over/under is at 44 and a half, and Carolina is favored by a point. Still missing Christian McCaffrey here, Chaz. Mike Davis has got another price increase. He's up to 7K. But is he still playable? Oh, 100%. And if you're not playing Mike Davis, then you're, you know, you're missing. And he's clearly an even replacement for Christian McCaffrey. He's just as good as McCaffrey. No, I'm just kidding. Just messing with you. Fuck off. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, it just shows that that offense, I mean, when you put such an elite player like McCaffrey in that offense, he does what he does. But he's still... He's in an incredible place. I mean, I, I don't care what his percentage or projections are. I, I'm going to play him. I've played him the last three weeks, and I'm going to keep playing him until McCaffrey's back because I think this will be the last one. I mean, is McCaffrey supposed to be back next week? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he, I mean, I think that he was – they were still talking about earlier in the week that he was questionable for this week. So, 
I mean, I, I think he'll be back within a week or two. And no, I mean, I love Mike Davis here. Why not? Are you off of him? I mean, you, you hadn't played much at all, have you? No, I've I've been just taking the the wins and season long for picking them up there. Um, I played him last week for the first time and it worked out. So I was yeah. happy with that. I I thought that last week me playing him for the first time it would have went south, but he he got there again. Had a really efficient game. So no, I th- I think he's a good play again. I th- I think he's a really good play actually. Is this a little bit I don't see many up, many faults to him. Chicago's defense is tough, man. Like like they're they're good. They they limit big plays. They, but I think the way that he catches the ball and his targets, I think that that might work out in his favor. That they limit some of the the plays to Robbie and DJ, and maybe Mike, you know, gets those seven, eight, nine targets, and he brings in you know seven or eight of them. Like that's that's what you want too. at that. Yeah, uh, I mean, Ronald Jones ran out for over 100 on 17 attempts last week, had five targets, I think, put up 18 points without getting in the end zone. I think Mike Davis is – I mean, higher our targets yeah. than that, and I think he can get in the end zone. Yeah, I, I was just looking at that. I was thinking it was a tougher matchup, which it is, but if Ronald Jones gets there, I think oh Mike, Mike D is going to get there. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think he's okay. I think, I think he's okay. I'd rather play Derrick Henry – over Mike Davis for 300 bucks more, I think I'd rather play Aaron Jones for 600 more, who we'll get to. Um, and there's, there's a few guys a little bit lower I like, but but I'll, I'll have some Mike Davis, I think. What what about the receiving game for Carolina? Uh, we getting some some Robbie A or some uh, DJ Moore this week? Not DJ Moore. Man, that's been a, a very disappointing for me, picking him up in season long, thinking he's going to be that dude. And then here comes Robbie Anderson taking everything away. Um, thank goodness DJ Moore had a decent game last week. But if he doesn't get in the end zone, that's a pretty bad game again, I think. I mean, with he still had 93 yards, but he only had five targets. I mean, Robbie Anderson's clearly the guy getting the targets here. And, I mean, he what, 12 last week, 11 before. And I, I think he's still priced. I mean, still cheap, I think, for the target share he's getting in the numbers he's putting up. So, yeah, I like Robbie Anderson. Um, I like him a lot. I mean, he's going to be one of my – higher receivers man see I, I think I think this is the week we go to DJ and it's simply because this is going to be the first week where there's not a shit ton of buzz about him I think um about DJ Moore yeah about DJ Moore yeah I, th- I think I think this is the week to have him because dude Robbie Anderson's good he's getting the time I get it but DJ Moore is still the alpha in that receiving core, and I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let that go because of a five-game sample size. And I just, I think, I think this is a week you want to have some DJ Moore, and I would, I would definitely caution you to go and heavy on Robbie A. That, that would be my, what my what was quick interesting piece on to that. me was, you know, last year, what I mean, Robbie Anderson was pretty touchdown dependent, right? Or having that one big play. I mean, like he he was one of those guys that yeah, he could yeah. get there with four catches. He's a big play guy. Yeah, or even yeah, three he's catches. He's a big play guy. What's crazy this year is he's not he's gotten the end zone one time, and that was week one. So like look what he's doing not getting in the yep. end zone. Like that's the only thing that scares me is he's putting those numbers up and not scoring a touchdown. I mean, he he's I mean, he's at the top of the list in the league with yards, targets, red zone targets, everything. I mean, like the thing he's lacking in is the thing that, I mean, if you're able to get there with the, without scoring a touchdown, that's still scary to me. 
And I'm kind of hoping that CJ Moore getting in the end zone last week is going to pull some uh, ownership that way and more maybe a little off Robbie. Uh, I'm going to stay on it until it busts again. I I know you have a little bit different strategy on jumping off early. I'm going to ride it until it busts for me. I don't think I don't think either one's going to be popular. Yeah, I was looking at it. It's looking like Robbie's going to be like fifteen percent, which is pretty high. Uh, DJ Moore at seven, which is still relatively high for a receiver. Dude, seven percent's low, bro. But, I mean, that's a good down, number. That's a yeah, good number. No, but I mean, the fifteen with Robbie Anderson's still a little high. I mean, it, no, it's still early. Okay. All right. Let's, I didn't think that – all right. Yep. I didn't know the next one. What about the other side? So, so yeah. So, I want to touch on the other side. And I, I listened to a few podcasts today, and I wasn't expecting what I was expecting to hear. But it sounds like David Montgomery might end up being popular. And that's a shame because, dude, <laughs> Todd Gurley got off against this Carolina D. So – um, you know, I think David Montgomery handling, you know, way over the majority of the Chicago backfield touches. Uh, he's catching balls. You know, I think David Montgomery is an awesome spot. I think Allen Robinson is another guy who is just carrying a ton target share, air yard share, everything, and like he's he's a guy I want, but uh, I. Dude, I don't know if I want to stack this game. I think I want one-offs. I think I want pieces of Montgomery, pieces of Robinson, and then pieces of Mike Davis and DJ DJ Moore on the other side. But I don't think I want to stack it. Yeah. I hope Montgomery. That's another dude I got in season long. I'm hoping he turns it up. It's just – I think it scares me. I mean, he seems pretty like, – receiving-wise, he's got to get there. I mean, he's only averaging like, what, 12, you know, 10 carries, 10 carries, 14, 16 – you know, it's not like they're giving them the ball. Carolina's been forged on the ground. Yeah. And, I mean, if they're going to throw it to – They've been roasted back, on the ground. I mean, any RB1 that's getting eight targets is very appealing, especially under 6K. So, I hope he gets there. Um, I'm going to just bank yeah. a little bit more for season long. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I like that. And, like I said, with Robinson, dude, he's got 16 targets last week. They're clearly trying yeah. to get him the ball, and I love every bit of it. Yeah, dude. Foles likes him a lot, man. Hey, Montgomery's 23%. Yeah. His projection's 23%. That's what I'm saying, dude. I did not think, like, like people hate him. And I I, yeah. I think he's always been good. I think he's been good the past two years. But everybody seems to hate on him. And I did not think he was going to be that high owned. But uh, here we are. Yeah, wow. That's, so, I didn't expect that either. I didn't know that until just now. Yeah. All right, anything else for Chicago and Carolina? Uh, I don't think so. Let's roll with it. All right. Detroit Lions and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Over-under jumped a hair to 54-and-a-half. Detroit Lions favored by three-and-a-half. Let's start with the Detroit Lions, Chaz. Um, What do you think with the Lions? Anything that stands out to you? Uh, Galladay back. He's looked good for two weeks. I mean, obviously, we know that that's Stafford's guy. Um, I think he's definitely in play. Um, I think that Marvin Jones, for some reason, is kind of standing out to me. I hit on one of his games last year, that, and I've 
I played him. I think it was. When we'll see. I think early on, maybe week one or something, and then I hadn't I hadn't gone back to him since. I think that he's the one that I'm going to mix in there in, in a couple tournaments or a 20 entry max or so. Um, just hoping that Galladay's maybe a little higher owned because I think I mean we've seen that Marvin Jones in the past he's very capable of breaking the slate. And I think Jacksonville's defense sucks. It's a high total, which is way too high. I think this definitely goes under. Um, but Vegas knows more than I do, so if they're going to score points, somebody's got to do it, right? Dude, that's interesting because, like, like how high do you think it is? Like, do you think it sniffs it or no? No, it's I mean, gone I, up. It's gone up. It, it started at fifty-three and a half. It's up to fifty-four and a half. Yeah, I mean, why? I, I don't know. Like, I mean, well, because I think it's I think it's because both teams suck at defense. I think both teams are really really bad. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, it's not like Stafford's look good. It's not like I mean. I think this Lions offense is capable of getting there. I mean, and I think if they're going to, it's, it could be time. I, I just think, I think it's too high. I mean, I, I'm, but it wouldn't surprise me. But again, if it does, and it's got to be with Galladay and Marvin Jones, unless you're boy, you think your boy yeah. might not fall in there a couple of times. Who? Adrian Peterson, the GOAT. No. <laughs> AP ain't making it to the game, bro. He's got, <laughs> He's got weekly he's got weekly bingo uh, Sunday at noon. He gonna make it. He's sending this one out, coach. <laughs> so, I mean, are you then? Are you are you high with Galladay? I mean, what are you liking on the Detroit side? You seem iffy on everybody. Dude, I, I like the. Yeah, no, I, I like the passing game, man. I I wasn't expecting you to say that you think it goes under. Um, I like I like Jones a little bit with you. I like. Stafford. I think Stafford in this matchup is, is underpriced. It's 63. I think he can go for over 300 and two or three touchdowns. Um, you can pair him with Jones. You can pair him with Galladay. I think you can pair him with both. And then dude, DJ Chark hasn't practiced this week, which is a little scary. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out more tomorrow. I mean, if he gets in a limited practice, I think that's encouraging. But, dude, Chris Conley's a guy that I've always liked when he's gotten chances to, to shine. And at 3,600 in this matchup, dude, I, I played him earlier this year when, when Chark was out, and he dropped three passes oh, and two of them were touchdowns. And it was so – it was a showdown slate. And it was so frustrating. But, dude, Conley's, Conley's talented, man, and, and that's a guy that I'll be more than happy to play um Chenault is getting there uh I think I think he's a decent play so I, I think there's definitely some some stackable opportunities here but I don't know man looking at it again now that you've said it it's got me a little bit worried I mean these these are two ugly this is a one and three against them, a one and a four and they're ugly teams they they're unconventional. They're you're right, man. That fifty four might be. It, it's high, like, bro. I mean, if it's I getting know. there, I then I mean, it's like, uh, then Galladay and Jones are getting. I mean, what, Jacksonville they put up fourteen against Houston last week. 
But Houston's not a good defense. I mean, they put up 25 against Cincinnati, 13 against Miami. What we're acting like they're just where are the points coming ball. from? Where are the points coming from? Robinson. Chark had a game two weeks ago. And then I mean on the other Dude, side. Robinson's the- garbage. Robinson's garbage. He's garbage. No, no, he's no, dude. I watched some of that game last week, and he gets there because Gardner Minshew just to- tosses him the ball behind the line of scrimmage. It's such horse shit. I was so mad watching that game last week, and because that he still didn't get there. But dude, he sucks. There's a the reason ball. he's an undrafted free agent. There's a reason he's an undrafted free agent. He sucks. But you got to respect the fact he's coming out here balling right now. He's not balling. He's catching passes that me and you could make. I mean, he's carrying the squad. They're one and four. At least they ain't no. He's five. not. He sucks, dude. He hey, sucks. Hey, I'm not look, playing his ass. Look, I'm saying it's going under. So I'm not trying to. I'm not siding with anybody in this. I mean, I'm not siding with anybody in Jacksonville. Dude, I don't think this game. Like, I'm thinking this game scores like 42 <laughs> points. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm saying. You you had me questioning like, it if it was at like 40 like 45 and a half. I'd be like, dang, I don't know if it's getting there. You're gonna say 54. It's it's went up. What are we missing, dude? Vegas is it a pace thing? They miss sometimes. They they give you layups every once in a while, and this is one. Just hammer it. Just take it. All right. And the, the other thing, on the, on the, the other under. side too. If you want to talk about the pass catchers, there's still some uncertainty there. I don't. It, old Schnockle, whatever his name is, he's still questionable. He's not guaranteed to play. Mm-hmm. Chark freaking screwed me over last week. Like he's questionable. What? I mean. It, I forgot about Conley. He's the only guy I would play in that offense right now. Uh, well, dude, Stafford will, Stafford will have, like, like Galladay will be in the prime position, and damn, Calvin Johnson will come back out for, like, two snaps and, like, catch two touchdowns. And you're like, fuck, yeah. forgot about Calvin Johnson coming out of he's, retirement for today. He's still you're like, damn, missed that one. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, Stafford's, Stafford likes to throw it around. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're putting some money down this weekend and you like to gamble on other things, just take the under. I mean, it's not getting there. Yeah. All <laughs> right. So well, high. That game was underwhelming. So high. All I right. think we're going to be opposite of a lot of people in that, but I, dude, I, I'm with you. I just, I don't know, man. There, there's some, some very big question marks there. <laughs> Looking at it. Just stay – no. Hey, if you're trying to hit a tournament, Marvin Jones, Chris Conley. Yeah. Both could have – get there. But don't go overweight by any means. A little bit of Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. All right. Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers. Over, under, hopped a little bit to 51. Pittsburgh favored by three and a half. Chaz, will Miles Garrett get a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty during this game? I hope he goes at Big Ben. Big Ben will whoop his ass. We ain't talking about Mason Rudolph no more. He better not square up with Big Ben's all I got to say. Think Big Ben can take him? Yeah, he could take him. Miles Garrett's a punk. And I hope he gets – yeah. No, I mean, it'd be a very good chance that, yes, he gets an unsportsmanlike conduct. He's not going to learn from his lesson. He's – I mean, he's a punk. That is simply put, I can't stand him. 
He's a good punk. Yeah, but I'll take Big Ben in a fight. Anyways. I love this game. I like Kareem Hunt still. I like Kareem Hunt still. Yeah, I like Kareem Hunt still. Yeah, I mean, this is his worst matchup so far, but yeah, I mean, I think that. I Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, I'm not going to be mad at Kareem Hunt. I, mean, I, I think the Pittsburgh defense is the best defense he's played. Does that scare you away at all? Or... Dude, not really, man. He He's ex- Dude, he's a hell of a running back. He, he's talented. He's getting the touches. Cleveland wants to get the running backs the ball. Um, we saw Miles Sanders last week get there. Is a few big plays, but Kareem Hunt makes big plays. I uh, also so, – so so two things that, to monitor on Cleveland. One, Odell left practice today for an illness. I imagine that's not a big – an illness. I imagine yeah. that's not a big deal. I imagine he's there on Sunday. But, fam, like, Jarvis Landry has been Baker Mayfield's dude. And, man, I I really think this is a Jarvis game. I think Jarvis Landry, everything has been doing this, trending up, if you're not watching live, the 1,000 viewers. Uh, everything has been trending up. And so, dude, Jarvis Landry, I think is like below 5K. It's a guy that I definitely want pieces of going against his Pittsburgh secondary. Yeah. I, I don't – I always miss with Odell. I, I like Juice a lot. I mean, hell, he's throwing the ball too. You never know what he's capable of doing. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, if, if OBJ's out for whatever reason, then yeah. I mean, definitely Juice. But even with him, like I said, I, I still like that. That's really the only play – um, I like Cooper too. I think I Cooper's say, on his way up. That's exactly what I was about to say. I was like, maybe. I mean, on the other, on the other side would be Hooper. He had double digit targets last week, and I mean, we showed he balled out last year in a with a good quarterback and a you know in a decent offense. And I think Baker finally realizes, hey, I've got a pretty good tight end. And I mean, uh, yeah, I think he's definitely on the up and up. What about the Pittsburgh side? You chasing Claypool? No, not for no. I, I think that was an incredible, incredible game. I mean, I, that's definitely going to boost up his ownership. I don't think that that's going to be replicated this week. Um, what did? I mean, that was taken into account that what, Deontay Johnson was not playing. Didn't I mean, play. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he got hurt immediately. Yeah. So again, that's kind of a. Another situation where that Claypool has not been the clear-cut number two by any means, and Deontay Johnson goes out and Claypool goes off. So it's kind of the same, like we're talking yeah. about earlier. Ridley. Ridley has a buzz, so OZ goes off. Now again, I think that Claypool is obviously a much better receiver. They're trying to get him the ball. They're handing it to him. I mean, he had four touchdowns, one rushing. So they're wanting to get involved. Um, honestly, if anything, I, I might pivot back with old Juju, um, hoping that Claypool's up there. I think that these receivers can bounce back and forth i mean it's claypool one week okay is it juju time is it deontay johnson next like i, I don't definitely you know not gonna do the same he did last week as claypool so um i actually like juju to bounce back here yeah dude i'm, I'm with you i uh i will not be chasing claypool at all i'll have zero percent claypool i think he's good i think he's a good player but I think when it comes to opportunity, dude, Claypool, Claypool had his game last week. Big Ben knew 
that he had his game. Tomlin knew, and they, they said, hey, let, let's get this guy his, his, his first game. Let, let's get him going. And they did that. And it showed, man, like he's talented, but Juju is also talented. Deontay Johnson at 4,900 now is also extremely talented. Eric Ebron, if you're not watching the screen, thousands of viewers, keeps doing this. Um, and he is at a good price. And so, dude, I like running – I actually like running Big Ben with two pass catchers. Um, yeah. I, I like running Big Ben with two pass catchers, and then I think you can run it back with either Juice or Odell um, or Kareem Hunt or Hooper even. And dude, this is a game that I want – Quite quite a bit of I think I think this game's got some pieces that could go overlooked that are in good spots to go out there and get it done. I agree. Uh, this is probably my favorite. I mean, I can't wait to watch it. Um, but fantasy value. I mean, there's a lot of fantasy value here with a lower over under than the Jacksonville game, which is kind of funny. But anyways, yeah, I like this one a lot. You like Connor? I know. I know you're a big Connor guy. Is that somebody yeah. you're looking to? No, not not this week. Um, I, I, no, not for me. Like I said, I like the pass catchers a little bit more, um, and I like other other areas or other running backs more this week. So it's not a Connor week for me, but I'll never be mad at that play. No. Yeah, I'm not I'm either. I just didn't know what you were thinking. Um. Man, I think we touched on everything there, so let's keep it rolling. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Indianapolis Colts over under at 46 and a half. The Colts are big favorites at eight points. Um, let's start with the Colts, Chaz. Eight points favorite. Is that warranted? No, I don't think so. I think that that's high. Um, I mean, I don't think that Cincinnati's – you know, very good by any means. Um, but I think that they've shown a little more than eight and a half. I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to bet that game necessarily. What did they did they play last week? Well, they got blown out by Baltimore. But, I mean, that's a different different story. I, I don't know. I mean, if you want to go by, you know, what, what it is, you play a home favorite um, and you go with the running back. John, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, based off, again, game script and the way this works. But I, I haven't been on him at all I haven't hit it haven't played him I'm not jumping back now um I think it's good to see T.Y. finally getting double digit targets but it's I mean it's not like he got there um I mean I, no I, I don't like much on the indie side yeah I think I think you you briefly touched on it but you know if, if Indy gets up dude John Taylor's an awesome spot um Wilkins is not in a good position right now. He's a little banged up. John Taylor had hella touches running the ball. He's been getting those. And if they're leading in Cincinnati's week on defense, where they've lost three defensive linemen the past week. Um, so they're, so they're hurt. Yeah. Since he has. So, so they're hurt on the defensive end. Um, man, dude, this could be a, I haven't played Jonathan Taylor yet this year, and this might be the week I do it. But also, like you were saying, man, T.Y. Hilton at home is something that's it's a fact. Like, that shit happens. T.Y. Hilton at home gets it done. He's fast as shit in Lucas Oil Stadium, I think is what it's called. 
that boy runs like a 4-2 at Lucas Oil and like a 4-5 everywhere else uh, since he gets burned deep. So, like, I like T.Y. Hilton. I like John Taylor this game. I think I think both of those are, are awesome plays against this Bengals defense. Yeah, that – man, I just can't get myself to play T.Y., but, I mean, it's might be time. And like he's cheap as – yeah, dude, he's like, what, 48? He's cheap. Uh, but still, it's still cheap for what he's capable of, what we've seen he's capable of. And, man, I, like you yeah. said, I, I'm the same way with Jonathan Taylor. Like, I have not played him yet, and I'm like, uh, is now the time? I mean, it's not like he's been balling out the last several games, but, again, if he's this going to – This is a good time to do it. This is a good time to do it, I think. I think this is a great time to do it. He, he's prices down. Dude, eight point favorites for a running back is where you want to. That's be. what I'm saying. Like that, that by every you take all things into account, any knowledge you have, like that, you play that. And again, if he goes yeah. off, then then you hope that everybody jumps on him next week, and then you take your wins and move on. Yeah, I, I and I'm 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 plugging him in there. Uh, I mean, the more we I think this is the week. Him, yeah, I'm gonna go a little bit heavier than I initially thought. We'll get to one more who I haven't played yet that. Meets that same criteria here in a second, but but yeah, what about what about the Cynthia side? Anything on the Bengals uh, that's piquing your interest? I mean, based off what we just said here, I mean, a big big underdog. I mean, they're going to be throwing the ball, right? You would assume. Um, I liked Higgins last week. Uh, we had eight targets, sixty-two yards. I like Higgins again. Yep. I think that he's very cheap. Um, Tyler Boyd's another one. I mean, he's but 1,100 more there. Um, I like some other guys in that area or a little bit higher than Boyd this week, but we've seen what he's capable of doing. So, again, if we're going to play off game script and what we know, if you're running John Taylor and a heavy favorite, then let's run it back with the Cincy side with some pass catchers. Yeah, I think Higgins at 47 is a good value. I think that's a, that's a really, really good value there. Um, what about the other one that stands out here? Mixon, are we – what are we doing with Mixon? I will have zero mixing this week. Yeah, I will too, just because I don't hit him. And I think that it's, I mean, what he, he had 20, 29 touches last week and didn't break a hundred yards. Like, come on, man. They're yeah, trying yeah. to give it to you and you're just not taking it. But again, look what he did two weeks ago. Um, it's going to be similar game. I mean, similar to last week, they're, I mean, they're going to be trailing according to Vegas. So I, I don't know. I don't like mixing, but he's one that, you know, worth looking into maybe. Not for me. Not for me. I can't get to it. No, yeah. me either. It's just based on me put up 45 two weeks ago. They're clearly trying to get him the ball. Like, you know, he'd fall in the end zone twice again. It wouldn't shock me, but um, I'm not going to be honored either. No. Let's keep it moving. Uh, we've got the Ravens and the Philadelphia Eagles. So... 47 and a half is the total. The Ravens are favored by a little more than a touchdown. Uh, kick us off here, Chaz. What do you like? Uh, this is another one of those lines that's weird to me this week. I think seven and a half's low. I mean, I, I think Baltimore's good, and I think the Chiefs beating them is what they needed to turn it up a little bit. And I think Philly sucks, so I think the line's low there. Um I don't have – I mean, if you – I'm going to pass it back. I, I never hit Baltimore. I think Lamar's still – I mean, he's shown he's not done what he did last year. 
Um, I think he's too high being the top price quarterback. I mean, by no means, I mean, he's capable of, you know, having a ceiling game anytime, but I'm not jumping on Lamar yet. Um, and I, I don't ever hit right on the other, the other Baltimore pieces. So I, I'm not going to try now. So you may have a stronger take there. Yeah. So with Baltimore, a stand that I plan on taking, and it's not going to be a massive stand by any means, but I want to be overweight on Mark Andrews this weekend. Um, multiple reasons. One being tight end sucks ass this weekend. There's just Kelsey's not there. Waller's not there. Kittle's not there. There's a lot of plays that aren't there, and I think that with the touchdown equity that Andrews has, plus his just volume within that offense, plus a damn good matchup, like, I want to be overweight on Andrews just in case this game does stay close and he gets full snaps, full everything. So Andrews is the guy I want to be overweight on. That's really – I'll probably have a little bit of Marquise Brown. You beat Philadelphia in the secondary. That's where you beat them. You don't beat them on the ground. So those are the two plays that I'm interested in on Baltimore, and I have – zero interest in the Philly side. So what do you think Andrews has to get? I mean, how many points? What are you happy with? Like, what's what's the lowest that you're happy with there? Well, no, no the reason curious. I play – no, no, the reason, I, the reason I play him is because I think he's got the highest ceiling. Like, I think he's the one capable of getting, like, 20, 25, 30. Like, he's getting in that range. I don't think anybody else is really getting there. Yeah. And if he and if he outscores – if he outscores the the next tight end by, you know, seven to ten points, like that, you probably need him, you know? That's interesting. Yeah. I, when I immediately glanced and at I, it, I was – I don't think – I don't think he's going to be owned. I don't think he's going to be owned. Yeah. I, man, hold up here. Let me – Get that down. I, I haven't played him yet. I, I think I, I think he's going to be lower owned. Yeah, which is a good thing. Like you said, normally I'm like I don't know paying up for tight end when you know you could always go down for a Travis Kelsey or a Waller. Like you said, yeah. now it's I don't know. I mean, I, immediately. I at, yeah, I mean when I was immediately looking at this slate, I was like, okay, this is the worst tight end slate we've ever seen. Then let's just roll with it. Let's pick a low tight end and move on. Like uh, different options. I mean, stuff we've kind of mentioned already. So that was my initial thought, but. Like you said, he's very, very capable of beating the next guy by 10 points. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me one bit. And if that's the case and everybody else goes down and you can go up and beat them yeah. by that many, like, dude, that's a that's a big advantage. Yeah. No, I like that. that, that I wasn't on that at But all. I don't know. I don't, I, I, do you have ownership? Are you looking at it? Uh, Yeah, hold on. I have no idea what he's at. I have the, I, like, I'm, he might be popular. He might not be. I have no idea. Uh, seven. So, I mean, he's the one, two, three, four, fifth. Seven percent? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'll ride that shit out, bro. I'm in, I'm in on that. Yeah, I mean, he's the fifth, fifth tight end tied with. Dude, I'm in on that. One, two, tied with five other people at seven percent. So, yeah. No, Dude, I'm I in like on that. that. Yeah, uh, you got me I'm on that. I'm big in on that. 
Let's let's do that. Um, yeah, let's go in on that. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you there. That's why we do these things. You know, sometimes you just got to talk it out loud. Let's go in. All right. All right, Mark Andrews. Let's hope he catches the ball this week. <laughs> yep, he won't because we're both going to play him. But, yeah, let's, let's wish for the best. Yeah. All right, anything else in this game, dude? That I, let's throw Fulgham, it back. Fulgham, I don't I – don't, yeah. he's cheap again, man, but, like, I don't know. Tough secondary. Yeah, I mean, that's the <laughs> – it's what what is he? Okay, he's only ownership three percent. I I don't know. That's one of those guys. that's like forty four hundred. That's what I'm saying. Do we run right back? At, I mean, what are we? Are we missing anything here? I haven't looked into that as much. Like, are we missing anything like the OZ situation? No, I, I don't. Is there anybody coming back? I mean, there's there's a chance that Sean and Alshon are back, but there's no there's no given. I mean, there's if, a chance they come back. Both of them are out for sure. I mean, if both of them are confirmed out for sure. Then at forty four hundred. I think you might be missing again by not playing – I mean, not having him in there. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be heavy, 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 but uh, I'm not going to miss completely. Yeah. If you, especially if we're going to go up at – that's somebody I'd feel comfortable with. If we're going to pay up at tight end at 65 and we're going to treat Andrews like a, you know, wide receiver one and a half, then uh, this is a good place to go down and get – make it comfortable with Andrews. I'd feel safe here. Yeah. Yeah. Are you in a balance right now? Like a balance type build? Yeah, I have I've only completed three lineups so far. Um, but the way I'm mixing and matching most of my lineups, yes. I mean, because I, I still no. like running back wise, I still like some guys that are I mean, not the top two or three, so yeah. all right. Me. We got three more. Ah. Uh, Man, there's there's definitely some good mid range builds, but yeah, there's a few guys we haven't gotten to yet that I want pieces of, which will, you know, cause us to go down at tight end, down at defense, down at quarterback, maybe. So we'll yeah. see. Uh, I'm only I've only made one dummy lineup, and I think that I've got quite a bit of work to do before I kind of consolidate that pool, but we'll see. We've got the Broncos and the Patriots. Cam Newton is back. Uh, Chaz, I think Cam Newton's a good fucking play this week. I agree. Is, is that for sure? What, is that like, dude just got COVID? Yeah, bro, he's back. Sure? Okay. Yeah, they're like, hey, man, listen, we we understand you might have it and you might still have it, but you're a Patriot, so we're gonna it's gonna be cool. We're just gonna That's let you play. Say. Like if he played for. The Browns, is he playing this week? Like, if Baker got COVID no. last week, not happening. I, I'm ready to see it, man. No. It's been exciting. I, I, I want to see it. Um, yeah. So, are, are you are you going, Cam? You, you running back with him? Is, is he rested and ready to roll? Yeah, I'm playing. He, I'll play. I'll play Cam. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll play Cam. He he's a running back, bro. At 6,500. Like, yeah. yeah, I'll play Cam. Yeah, I've got a small pool of. QBs this week and he's in it for sure. So I, I like it. Yeah. Um, it. Is anybody else there? There's one other that stands out to me. Let's see if you're on the same page. No, nobody else that I'm confident with. Who, who are you thinking? Demir Bird. <clears throat> you were on him way back when. I mean, he, he seems to be a little bit more in sync with Cam, I'd say. I mean, if he's, well, I don't know. Let's see. 
Did he? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's 3,500. Yeah, 3,500. He's another guy that if, if you're going to pay up other places like Andrews or if you're going to go up to Derrick Henry or somewhere like that, then that's another receiver that if you've got a value-wise, I like that. Are you? Are yeah, you I mean, dude. No, I mean, I mean that those those targets against KC came without Cam, so let's just be yeah, real there. Sure. But but no, I mean, thirty five hundred bucks, like, dude, it doesn't take much. He's a speed guy. They played together in Carolina, which is the main reason I liked him going into the season. So so yeah, I can I can see that happening for sure. I'm I'm not gonna talk to you after Mirror Bird. Yeah, I like that. Anything on the Denver side sticking out to you? Yeah, is Drew Locke coming back? I believe so. Yeah, if he's back, give me my boy back. Give me some Judy. I mean, hell, Judy's been doing it without it. He's expensive. Do what? He's expensive. Yeah. I mean, I think that he's one, though, that he's safe. I mean, if if Locke's coming back, he's going to get targets. I mean, it's seven and nine, uh, double digits in both those games and didn't get in the end zone. I mean, I, I I like Judy. It's not. I'm not going to be overweight. I, I will have some Judy if Locks back though. And yep. then, and then we got some question marks here. Are they going to let old DUI Gordon hit play here, or what are we what are we doing? Yeah, it sounds like he's going to play, bro. He practiced today. They probably think, bailed him out, and he's going to get out there. They don't want to suspend him for a game or something. I, mean, I think that's a bad message. I think you go out and get a DUI, and then you just play that week. That- you get a DUI and play that week, but if you have COVID and show zero fucking symptoms and you're a freak athlete and you're good to go, you can't play. Yeah. I don't know. I, Makes I don't, sense. I think that's a bad – I mean, I think that we should – the league should step in and suspend him. I, I, I just think that that's something that you need to you grow up from, and I think it's a bad message just just out there. You know, kid hears, oh, we got a DUI, he's playing. I don't know. I, just bad look. Pisses me off. I don't like Melvin Gordon anymore. Not right now, anyways. I don't I mean, know, man. If if he does if he doesn't play, Phil Lindsay's an awesome play at four three. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. I love Lindsay. Great story. I hope yeah. he doesn't play. And dude, maybe maybe some maybe some shits happening like behind the scenes that we don't know of, and maybe he's limited. Maybe maybe they limit Gordon because of this. Maybe they they send him a half. Maybe I don't know. Maybe some shit happens. Like I think I think taking some shots on Lindsay coming back after a bye week. At forty three, I think that's a. I don't think it's a bad play at all. Yeah. Even even if we don't get news on Gordon. Yeah, I like that. Let's keep it moving, man. Uh, we got two more, the Jets and the Dolphins. So forty seven is where the over under is sitting, and the total or the I guess the spread is rising to Miami. It's at nine and a half right now. Um. You playing some Miles Gaskin, bro? Yes, I like Gaskin. I, I said it last week. I thought I was stacking him and Fitz, and then you were like, no. And I was like, all right. So I just threw that out there. But, I, yes, I like Gaskin. I mean, this is, again, this is a home uh, home favorite. It was du- almost double digits, the same way we talked about with Jonathan Taylor. I mean, hell, he's getting getting the carries. He's getting the catches. Um, I mean, minimum of what he's had. Yeah, five, four, five, seven, four, minimum of four targets in all the games. I mean, at 54, yeah. Again, if, if if we're playing Jonathan Taylor for those same reasons, then let's give let's give Gaskin some love. 
What, what are you thinking there? Dude, that's just – that's such a hard play for me. I get it. I get it. I truly, I truly, truly get it. But, dude, Miles Gaskin, it's just weird, man. It's a weird play. Yeah, I just I, – he's getting some targets. Again, it would be different if he was only getting one or two targets, but they're going to give him the ball. I mean, why, why, why wouldn't they? They're double-digit favorites. Yeah, I mean, he's getting like – I mean, dude, he's getting he's, – he's somewhat of like a – I mean, he's a lead guy for sure. Like, there's no doubt that he's the guy they want touching right now. Like, it's not like it's a – maybe it's this guy this week. Maybe it's this guy this week. It's it's a Gaskin. He's getting the – he's getting the looks. Yeah. But my favorite option from this team is old Fitzmagic again. I mean, when are they – like – He's just balling out right now, isn't he? He's just out there having a good time, knowing that two has got to take over at some point, but he's just making the best of his time like he always does. I mean, he just torched San Fran's defense. Like, what are, are, are you on Fitz here? I mean, Fitz was my most owned quarterback last week. Uh, is it time to jump off, or do we keep riding this train? Dude, it's, it's whether you think that nine-and-a-half spread is accurate or not. I mean, if you think it stays competitive throughout – I think Fitz is a fucking awesome play again. I mean, dude's I mean, been a top a top ten QB four straight weeks. Yeah. I mean, I I don't see any reason to jump off. I mean, the only thing I mean, they're it's not like they're zero and five. If they were zero and five, it'd be like, well, even if he's playing well, they got to mix two in. But they're I, I don't know. But even if this gets out of hand, I was looking at. I mean, last week they played San Francisco. San Francisco is a much better team than the Jets. I think we could agree on. And they beat them forty-three to seventeen. So it wasn't like that game was competitive. Yeah. Yeah. They still balled out. So well, you I, guess I, know. I mean, do I think we look at both? He these did guys it early. He did. It, he did it early. He did yeah. it early. But I mean, saying that you're a ten-point favorite, saying that you're going to do something. I mean, that's saying it ain't going to be. You got to get there somehow. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like Fitz a lot. Yeah. What What about the other yeah. side? I mean, dude, he's. Fitz has got it done four weeks in a row, man. I don't know why. Why did it jump off now? No, I'm still. I'm letting it eat. Dude, I, I'm I'm riding Crowder, man. I'm riding yes. Crowder on the other side. Yes, love it, man. For whatever reason, I jumped right back on. He was my top owned receiver last week too. Fitz and Crowder, I had those are probably my two, definitely my two top owned guys at both positions. And I'm not. I don't see a reason to jump off now. I mean, look what Crowder's done when he's played. He's only played three games, but. He's been over 20 in all three games, even with Joe Flacco throwing in the ball. Like, no, give yeah. me the crowder right now. 61, yeah, I'll take that all day. Yeah, he's just a – he's a target monster, man. Yeah. I, I, he runs He runs very, very high-efficiency route, and he gets open. And so, why not? Yeah. Yeah, um, I like Crowder. I like Crowder quite a bit. What about Jeff Smith? You on old Jeff Smith at all here? No, I don't know. I don't know who that cat is. Look into that. I real keep quick. hearing people talk about him. No, just give me a quick. I mean, can you just pull him up real quick on DK? No, I I know who he is. I'm just saying, like, I just I mean, don't how many targets? Like, real quick, how many targets do you think he's had? The last two games combined, how many targets? At three K. No, I see it. Nine and eleven, but like. Bro, if you have 11 targets and three receptions, you know who you're sounding like? You're Joe sounding Flacco. like fucking Logan Thomas. You're sounding like No, Joe you're sounding Flacco. like Logan Thomas. 
Logan Thomas is the same guy that 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 he is at this point. Um, and I think I think wide receiver, man. I think wide receiver. There's a lot of awesome options this week that aren't overly priced that have incredibly high value. And I think taking a 3K wide receiver like Jeff Smith <laughs> is a bad recipe for missing out on an opportunity to grab some guy who can realistically put up a high number. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna say that I I, mean, I love it. I just I do I love think twenty I, targets in two games at three K. I do love that. And I think they might be getting some folks back this week. Uh, let me check that real quick. What's his name still out? Um so Perriman was limited in practice, which is one guy. Barrios and Denzel Mims is might come back as well. So there's two guys that could come in and factor into that as well. So I mean, dude, he's three K. Like three K, you can't go, you can't go wrong with that. I mean that that's a that's a damn good price. But right now, it's a guy that's not on my radar. Yeah, no, I don't love it. Like I said, it's just one of those if you're if you're feeling yourself needing to, you know find some salary somewhere, you know, it has a chance. And again, definitely got a chance at three K you're averaging 10 or or 10 targets. I think, I mean, worth a, worth a long shot. Yeah. Dude, if it brings in half of those and, you know, falls in the end zone, I mean, you're looking, you're looking really good. Yeah. Big. So, all right, dude, last game. Uh, my Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over under has jumped by over three points to 55 and a half. Packers are favored by one. Uh, looks like we're gonna get Devontae Adams back. Uh, sort of the Green Bay side, man. What's what's uh sticking out to you with Green Bay? Take them, they're beating Tampa Bay, so I love the line. Uh, this is your squad, so I'm going to let you take over the individual side. But take Green Bay minus one. Yeah, the Green Bay's kicking their ass. Um, yeah. Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers. Um, dude, all these guys are studs. Like, they're absolute studs. They're efficient as hell. Like, I think they're all underpriced, even though Devontae Adams is the number one price wide receiver. Aaron Jones, I think, is the number one price RB. And I think Rodgers might be the second or third quarterback. I think they're still underpriced, man. Uh, I think they put it on Tampa Bay mm-hmm. here. And I love I love the, the three main pieces for Green Bay. Yeah. And if nothing else, just prove a point. Just come back and whoop Brady at, at his home stadium. I mean, like at Tampa Bay – I mean, Green Bay's good, man. They're averaging 38 points a game. So, and this is a high total again. They're not, and it's not like this Tampa Bay defense is, you know. So, I mean, they're, they're nothing special, I don't think. And, I mean, Green Bay's going to torture you ever right now. So, I mean, give me 38 points. It's got to come somewhere. Yeah, give, give me as much as I can. I like it all. Dude, Devontae dude, Adams was ready to go. So, they had a, Green Bay had a bye last week. Devontae Adams was ready to roll. The week before that, at the Saints on primetime, and yeah. they sat his ass. Yeah, bro, 
Like Rogers, Rogers is the guy that buys into that shit. Oh, and yeah. he'll like he'll stand by he'll stand by his dude Devonte and say like, "All right, Devonte, I yeah. got you. Let's yeah. go out here. Let's get it done." Plus Lazard's out. Time. Yeah, plus Lazard's out. Robert Tanya was his fucking best receiver last game. Like, dude, Devonte Adams is the clear cut guy that he wants to look to, and there is zero reason to believe that they're not going to give him 10 to 15 looks this game. There's zero reason to believe they won't do that. And same with Aaron Jones. Dude, Aaron Jones is efficient as hell, good as shit, and Tampa Bay has been beat from the ground by guys who are actually good. So, like, I think Aaron Jones can get there as well. He's he's a pass-catching back. He's getting all the red zone looks um, when they're down the goal line. Like, man, I, I like the Green Bay pieces quite a bit. Yeah, I agree. You're not gonna you're not gonna go wrong there. However you want to do it. I mean, I, I I love. Yeah, I agree with you. What about Tampa Bay? Anything on Tampa Bay kind of sticking out to you? No, man. This uh, no. It's still Brady. Uh, it's just kind of starting to remind me of like Brit with. Patriots, I don't know who's going to hit. I mean, Ronald Jones is looking nice at that price, but is Fournette coming back? I mean, is Fournette going to come back and take it away? You know, he was active last week under, what, like, emergency situation? I mean, if they're going to at least say that he's healthy enough to do, like, play, I mean, you would think that this week he's going to get something. I mean, I don't think that he's not going to step on the field. So, you got to wonder how much is that going to cut in there. Um, The other side, question is with Evans, Godwin, they're both, Still doing the same thing. I, I don't know. They're always questionable. They never practice. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it could come out and they both be 100%, or they could both come out one play, you know, the other one not, or they both might not play. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that you got to wait to hear some more news here before, you know, you jump in. Now, again, closer to game time, if, you know, if different people are announced out, then I think you can make some shifts. Um, but for right now, I, I, I don't know. A lot of uncertainty for me. Yeah, I think I think if Godwin is back, I'll, I'm very interested in some Godwin at 6,400. Um, I think that you know if if we're on the the track that Green Bay is going to do what they're going to do, I think Godwin is a guy that gets there if he is healthy and able to get back in it um, at 6,400. So that's a guy I definitely want pieces of. Evans, don't have interest in tight ends, no. Brady, no. And I don't want to play games with the running back. So, God, I don't want to be the only piece on the Bay side that I'm interested in. No Gronk? Is that just heavy Andrews? or No Gronk. All right. Bro, no, it's just, it's just no Gronk. That's, that's simply what it is. It's just no Gronk. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. He's just – What's he, what's he priced at? 44. Fuck no. Fuck no. I'd rather play Ebron and I'd rather go down to the damn price guys. Yeah. He's a he's a big no for me. He's a no, big not, no for me. I'm not playing him either. I was just I was just seeing if you'd hop yeah. on or not. So so yeah, dude, that, that pretty much um wraps up the week, bro. Any any final thoughts, Chaz? Before we close out here for week six in the I Fantasize Daily Podcast. 
No, I want to do something different here. You got your phone ready? Yeah. All right, let's do what we do all the time. This is just two of us. You start. Start at quarterback. Quick go, lineup? Yeah, let's make a lineup. To go. Or you can start wherever you want. You go first. Yeah, dude, I'll start. Um, we've made some – we've had some pretty good lineups doing this in the past, and we do it a lot, so let's roll with it. All right, let's do it. So I am going to start – Dude, I'm going to start with Deshaun Watson going up against Tennessee. I will start with him at quarterback. Dang. All right. You sure? All right. <laughs> Yay. That was my first pick. I know. Fitz was about to be my first pick. <laughs> all right. Let's just go. Let's go you Mike should, Davis. You should, you should have taken it. You should have taken it. I know. I'll let you take over. Just All right. I'm going Mike Davis. I'm going to go up high there. Mike Davis at running back? Yes, sir. All right. All right, I'm going to go ahead and give us the cheap defense to work with and also let you run it back. Miami Dolphins at 2,900 um, against the Jets. Plug in that, deep. Um, You know what? Let's stay on uh... – Let's stay on that train there. I'm going to go back-to-back running backs and take your boy, Gaskin. Yeah, dude, let's do it. You took Fitz from me, so I got to get Gaskin in there. All right. So if we have Gaskin and we have the Jets, we're we're imagining the Jets are going to get a lead. I think we both agreed that Crowder was a good play. That run back makes sense with what we've got, so let's plug in Crowder there. Look what I was doing next. You see my phone here? Already in. I love it. It's coming together. I had Crowder locked in there. All right. Let's go. Man. Give me two seconds here. Give me some Randall Cobb. We're going to have to go down here. So let's, I mean, I, we had, I think if I had to go down one, I'd rather, I'd feel safer with Randall Cobb and Fulgham and think Jeff Smith. What a basic name. Jeff Smith. Your name, sir, Jeff Smith. So, just to kind of to go with, I, I think it would be a shame for me to not to stand with where I believe tight end might go. And if this is going to be, you know, the winning lineup, and I think that Andrews can get eight to ten points above the next guy, I think we got to plug in Mark Andrews at tight end. Love it. All right. I'm going uh, – I'm just going to – It still gives us quite a bit. Yeah, I'm going to lay this up here just uh, – no, you're not going to like that. Never mind. Hold up. I mean, w- with this lineup, you're you're currently sitting at 5,300 per, like, per player with a wide receiver and flex, which is you get, a lot of wiggle room. 
you get one veto here, okay? Okay, one veto. I'm plugging in Ful Fulgham. Let's see if I, I don't think you're going to like that. So let me know. We can bounce back real quick. Veto. Okay. I don't like Fulgham that much. Can I need to remember that I love that lineup with Robbie Anderson and Fulgham there, but <laughs> I do love that. But I know that you're not on Robbie Anderson this week, so I'm cool with that. Um, all right. Uh, let's go Juice. This gives you a decent decision. Yeah, bro. Let's let's run. You... Let's run Landry Montgomery. All right, I like it. That just that fell into place. I like the other side there. I like the the Fulgham Anderson, but I liked Anderson a lot, and you like DJ Moore, and I know you like McGovern. And I didn't even do it based on that. I just picked somebody I liked, and it worked out that way. So I, I'm cool with that. I like that lineup. Plus, we got our boy Randall who's finna show out for the A town. That's what I'm saying. All right, do you want to read that off real quick for the fans? Yeah, for the fans. So this is definitely, you know, a lineup you want to put in your single entries. You want to put, um, you know, your main cash lineup. But it's it's Watson paired with Randall Cobb. You've got Mike Davis. You've got David Montgomery. And you've got Miles Gaskin for your running backs paired with the Dolphins defense. You've got Mark Andrews at tight end. And then in the wide receiver position, you're running Jamison Crowder and Jarvis Landry for that juice. That juice. But man. that will be it, boys. That's what, probably 220 men, 270 max is probably what that's looking like. Yeah. I mean, that that will win a tournament. Like, I mean, you pick yeah. it, it may not be That'll the win it for sure. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that's going to win a tournament. So. It's winning a tournament, so. Anyways. Everybody. Well, there you go, guys. Um, week six, I fantasize daily again. Always appreciate the loyal fans joining, hanging out with us. Um, we'll be back next week, of course, week seven. Um, hopefully the Carolina boys, Nick and wow. Connor, will be back to join us there again, enjoying a – you know, luxurious vacation, but uh, we'll be back next week, like always, week seven, to to give you guys the the picks and plays again. But hey, I fantasize daily. Week six, you got the picks. We appreciate you guys. We'll catch y'all next week. One love. One love. <laughs>